0: i know i felt it inside
1: no doubt about it i didn't it.
0: mean it like that there's <laughs> a bum there like, too.
1: i don't want to feel bad about this it don't too. wear it
0: i can't no, catch that
1: karen there's so many things i love about you but you're just so supportive
0: <laughs> i love that laugh it's my
1: favorite <sighs> oh. yeah that's what makes me
2: oh, such a good God. coach
0: <laughs> Not deep. deep
1: deep empathy. And-
0: deep empathy.
1: <laughs> and you sugarcoat everything. I know. Can't
0: hold her back sometimes from complimenting people. Uh, <laughs> it is a problem.
2: In this podcast, we'll talk about the ups and downs of the design and marketing business, lessons we've learned, and share ideas and support that get us through the day. And sometimes we'll just shoot the shit. So welcome to the Creative Shit Show.
0: Oh my God. It's so good to be back with you guys. I feel like we haven't been together in a long time. We're like going off on our own and Justin and and Karen think they're too good for us, Vaughn, recorded without us.
1: I oh, know. Hey, you know, I'm not going to say the A team needed to step up because I'd be rude and I wouldn't oh, say that wow. on the podcast. But um, we were available.
2: We did. If what a we stands had to for hear.
0: asshole. Then yeah.
1: <laughs> now we're truly together. Now I feel we are here together.
0: We were out of sync for a minute there, the four of us. Karen was like more rude than normal.
1: Mm.
0: Well, <laughs> like I do what I have to do. Two
2: thirds, man.
1: Was it more than normal? It feels pretty natural, but... I um, know, oh, really. Yeah. How has everyone been? Um, von Bear, how have you been? You seem to be crazy busy these days.
3: Yeah, I'm... Did I tell you guys um, Savannah's out on her own now? Yes, um, she did. Anyway... You did. Um, I gave her one of my clients who... She was always the one that worked uh, on the projects, and she liked it, so... The client was fine with that. So she's already done her first project on her own with them. And I was asked by Pearson if I could do a book and I didn't have time to do it. And I referred them to Savannah. And so she did illustrate a whole book and she has, it's led to other things like designing a plushie for the author. And it's pretty cool. So she's doing good. Meanwhile, I've been... Like I'm the in-house design department for basically two companies now, and that gets a little crazy, especially when things. The department of
0: one.
1: Yeah, yeah, but let me let me just if I can interrupt you really quick, just for our listeners. So sure. Savannah was your daughter who was yeah. worked with you. For she still is. Year. Yeah, still is your daughter. Thank <laughs> you, Jamie. This is going well so far, um, and uh, she went off on her own, and she's doing well. It sounds like.
3: Yeah, she's doing well, and I still. Far more to her if uh, certain projects come in, like she helped on a character. Do you still love her as
1: your father? As to Jamie's point, of course. <laughs> what is your deal? You, you're like so
0: confused about who everyone is. You, you just you just called her your his father.
1: <laughs> Please let's go back to where you are now, Vaughn.
3: With me right now, it gets crazy busy at times being on my own again, but. Um, I kinda I'd rather have that than what I experienced for about a four-month period last year. So I'm not complaining. It's and the clients are pretty cool. So it's okay. So Good. you know, here here's one of the coolest projects. I'm not making any money off it, but it's still one of the coolest projects. I did a Star Trek design a few years back just for fun. A brewery in Hawaii saw it, and they're doing a, a trek kind of conference day at their brewery. And they asked if they could use it for beer cans. And so I designed a beer can for them. I said, Hey, if you fly me out, I'll just let you use everything for free. So, so I want to go to this Trek conference because they're that's bringing cool. in all these actors from Deep Space Nine. And I'm like, Yes. So I don't know. That's wow. kind of cool.
2: That's very cool. Is the Ferengi going to be there?
3: <laughs> well, he's on the can. It says Quark's Oh, yeah, bar that's on true because I
2: know the artwork. Yeah. Cool.
3: Yeah, cool. A little geeky, but I, I was well, when he first contacted me, I replied back with, and I'm assuming you're gonna pay me in gold press Latinum. And he goes, We have the right person for this job. So
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that is.
3: I know, right? That's like
0: <laughs> I'm over here like, sounds expensive.
3: <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a lot of people listening that's going, I don't know anything he just talked about, but yeah.
0: I do know what Ferengi are because you guys talked about it when we did our TV episode a long time ago. But, but other than that, have fun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh my gosh,
0: J Dog, what have you been up to?
1: Uh, well, I am learning my new uh, job, which has been which has been really fun and helping define the fact that. Uh, I'm a partner at Rule 29 chief brand officer there, but I'm also in charge of nine other brands and growing. So uh, that's been exciting, mainly exciting, overwhelming at times. Um, but and this also- is
2: with the company that acquired Rural29, correct?
1: Yeah, Rule 29 was acquired. Not fully. Sarah and I are still partners, um, but now we're now part of an ecosystem of small businesses. Mm-hmm. It's called a shared services model. So they do all of the... Back office things, and so we can really focus on building the business and doing strategy, brand design, everything. It's pretty great, and I help with Rule Twenty Nines, but also the nine other companies. And I'm excited; like we're we're gonna be launching our corporate site here, uh, supposed to be a couple of weeks. So maybe around the time this podcast comes out, uh, it'll actually be out and uh, cool. online, which will be Great. So yeah, it's it's been um, really interesting to explore process and doing things different. And also um, having the freedom of not worrying about the things I've had to worry about all the time, being a, the sole owner. So that's been great.
2: Yeah. So what size, how many employees work at the Umbrella Corporation, including your team, just so we get an understanding or picture of who you're working with now?
1: Yeah. So marrow is at the center of, we only exist to take care of our companies, right? So um, there's uh, eight of us there, and then Rule Twenty Nine. Uh, so I would say of the nine, there's probably fifty people. Uh huh. And then we're nice. looking we're looking to start or acquire three to five businesses a year. So it's going to grow fast.
3: Wow. So when you so are they a venture capital firm or what kind of businesses? Is it a certain industry or what?
1: Yeah. So that's what's been fun. That's part of the brand articulation I've been working on. So um, the name marrow really is based on the concept of bone marrow, right? And so we believe on working on the inside of the business out. So oh, marrow is made like up that. of leaders that specialize in certain areas. So I'm um, brand strategy. Then we have someone in operations and we have someone in IT and process. And so uh, what we do is we come in and build the financial structure the brand and marketing strategy, uh, for those things. And then we help reframe reshape or tighten up how the businesses go to market. And so we have, uh, so the inner ring are those core companies that will never leave Mero. like they, they're there to help serve the outer ring companies. And so the, in the outer ring, um, of Mero is we'll either build SaaS uh, technology companies mm-hmm. or, and we have one right now that's specialized in culture, um, technology. Real estate and hospitality, and so we have a fly fishing camp in um, Idaho that uh, we're currently branding. We'll probably build a family of those. Then we have some other localized companies in the Front Range of Denver, which is where the parent company is. So, so yeah, it's pretty exciting to learn about new businesses, but also the leadership team there is just phenomenal. They're all just like experts in their space, and to collaborate with them is really inspiring and and quite honestly something that. Um, I didn't realize I would enjoy as much as I do.
2: That's very cool. So is Rule 29 taking on outside projects still, or is it primarily, as you said, existing to work within the marrow framework?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So every inner ring company has to both support marrow companies, but stand alone, right, have its own P&L. So, you know, uh, Marrow will never be over 15 or 20% of our work. And so, seventy-five to eighty percent of our clients will be business as usual. The nice thing about that is that's great. Yeah, it gives us space to be even more particular about who we work with. Um, Mm -hmm. And so that's pretty exciting.
2: Yeah, no, that's fantastic. And like you said, you have all that back-end support that you don't have to worry about now. Yeah, it's huge. Very cool.
1: Yeah, it's very cool.
2: Jamie, what about you? I know basically, but why don't you tell everybody else?
0: I'm excited because I recently became a Grammarly ambassador, so I've been enjoying being a part. Thank you of the Grammarly collective, grandma.
3: The (laughs) grandma. That's what I thought was coming out.
0: I'm a grandma. No, I'm Gram Grammarly ambassador, which is entirely different than being a grandma. I'm enjoying it. I'm having a lot of fun. They have a. It's called the Grammarly Collective, and it's just a group of people who are really passionate about writing and and you know just really into building content and we're in slack talking and sharing ideas and it's just it's a blast i'm having it's fun to surround yourself with like-minded people who do similar things to you you know i spend a lot of my time with you chucklehead i'm just kidding with designers and um you know clients but it's fun to spend time with other writers and hear what they're up to and i don't know it's fun and then just you know working through stuff for um, client work, which is pretty steady and um, picking up a few big projects with Karen that are kicking off. And I love the part of research and strategy. I love digging into companies like backgrounds and history and competitive analysis and all of that. So uh, it's a fun time for me right now because that's what we're doing that a lot and I'm enjoying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm enjoying it too. It's it fun. is fun. What about you, Care Bear? I've been busy. It's been a busy
2: year, as you know. <laughs> I've been busy with all the projects that we share with clients, but then I also do work for the Detroit Zoo, and this is a really busy time of year for their work, so I've been really busy with that. But we've also been working at doing some really low-key coaching for creatives and trying to figure out... You know, what we want to be as a company as we keep growing. Because I think mm-hmm. our goal is to ultimately, you know, while we love serving clients, we also would love to serve more creatives. So we're working mm-hmm. on figuring that out. So, yeah, lots going on. In fact, personally, I feel like I've got too many things in the fire, pans in the fire, whatever, too many things going on. <laughs>
1: so <laughs> many pans. So many, so many pans. fucking
2: pans. Oh,
0: <laughs> the pans, all kinds. <laughs> I love it so much. But I mean, I think like one thing I would love to talk to you guys about, just as we're all talking about how busy we are now, which is awesome. Um, and, and you know, we should ride that train as far as we can because, you know, it's fun to be busy. But also, there's a, I think but there's a good busy and there's a bad busy. Yeah, And yeah. that's a whole nother thing. And I think the bad busy comes when you spend so much time, you you acquire the clients, you onboard them, you get set, you start doing the work, and then you kind of forget about your own business. Um, And Karen and I are like, as she intimated, you know, we've got a bunch of different things that we're trying to manage for clients, but also a couple of different things that we're trying to manage for ourselves and market for ourselves and fitting all of that In even if you build a content calendar out, can be very stressful, you know. So I guess I'd be interesting to talk to you guys because right now, I mean, I would say we're like a C minus. Like where we're executing, you know, in
3: regards to what in general,
0: and like how we're executing. It's like random postings when we think of something, or Karen will get inspired because she might be procrastinating something else and design something that we need to. Put out on our channel, so so we're, so we're, we're not- procrastinating so we're not, not our procedure. marketing effort. Okay. Yes, yeah.
2: yeah, we're getting a C minus at our marketing effort. Just like we tell all of our clients, you have to continue to market even in the busy times. Yeah, because it's it's not always going to be busy. And just like I think, so many self-employed designers and design small design businesses, I think that that's the case for everybody. We're so busy doing the work for our clients that you know our shoes are falling off.
3: Yeah, I, I think that it, <laughs> that goes back to that that goes back to that old adage that the 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 cobbler's children have no shoes type thing, and it's like they're actually the, the talk I'm putting together that I'm going to give to the students of University of Arkansas who are graduating is the irony of our industry is we help facilitate businesses grow profit. But yet when it comes to our, ourselves, we tend to Mm -hmm. not do so great in that, you know, and I, I, I've always found that kind of ironic because frankly, you know, how many creative people do you know who are multimillionaires? I don't know any, but it's, it's rare. I don't know. I I've always thought that was, a bit ironic, because I, I I've had a client in the past turn that on me, where where he, he and it kind of stumped me for a few seconds. But he said, "Well, <laughs> you're giving me all this advice. Well, why don't you use it to on your own business?" I go, "Well, I mean, it, it's it's a good point, but like Karen said about being busy, there's good busy and there's bad busy, and this is the first time in several years I've felt." kind of the stress build up with being bad busy. Like these people think, they, they, they this one company in particular, they're just throwing stuff at me and throw, oh, we need this, oh, we need this. So they, they don't have any coordinated effort in terms of a structured timeline or what comes first, what doesn't come first. And they, they don't ask, well, can you fit this in? They just say, I need this by tomorrow. Well, hello, you know, and- <laughs> And I've, I've I'm That's not, not going to
0: happen. Well, I'm
3: not, it's almost like an in-house designer. I'm not used to it. It's like, I, I haven't done this type of work in a while. And so I, I was like feeling really, really, really stressed out a couple of weeks ago. And one of the people who sent me an email, he said, I think you're going to be out next week. Right. And I don't know where he got that. I never said anything, and and I just I just went with it. I just said, yeah, you're right. I'm out next week, and then I'm going. Yes, I'm going to have a whole week where I can just focus on what I need to get done, and that's what I did, and it actually worked out. It worked out pretty good. So, but I haven't felt that stressed in a long time, and I I hate it. I don't. I just don't like it.
0: What about you, Jay?
3: Yeah, I mean, I. I felt
1: in order for me to stay in business and do the work I want to do, like I had to at least be disciplined enough to do the bare minimum. So I think working that into just my day-to-day or my team's day-to-day, I mean, it's a little bit different now for me versus you guys, just because I can dedicate five different people to spread it around the mm-hmm. you know the week. Mm-hmm. But even with that, it's still hard. I have weekly one-on-ones where we talk about where we're at, you know, we create a monthly content calendar that we have a bare minimum of stuff we do. And then if things come in that we can promote on top of that, we'll do it. But I will tell you, it could still be a lot more strategic and structured, right? Targeted towards more clients. In fact, I was supposed to have a newsletter written last week and I just did the first draft today and I've been struggling with it, because I feel like it's not um, written more directly to our ideal client, right? So I'm kind of mm-hmm. redoing it rehashing it. And now I feel whatever our efforts are, I want them to even be more um, dialed in, you know, and so that takes more time, right? So, uh, don't hear me say that. I think it's easy. It's not. I think for us, we I try to create a structure of like, these are the whatever five things I'm gonna do every week. And some of those were designed to be able to do stuff in advance, right? Like I can't tell how many Google Docs we have of things of evergreen posts that we can use for those weeks that we're just overwhelmed, right? To continue to keep stuff out there. But it's it's a lot.
0: I think the hardest part for me is just I like want to do everything, but I know I can't do everything. (laughs) You know what I mean? So we have all these great ideas and Karen and I will sit down in our weekly meeting and we brainstorm and you come up with all this stuff and you go out on social media and you see what all these other people are doing and they seemingly like have it together. I'm like, gosh, this person consistently puts out content, you know, and they work for themselves or freelance. And I'm like, if they can do it, I can certainly do it. And then it just like falls apart. So I think like I would love to talk about you know, the fact that it's not like that, you know, it's not picture perfect. And I'd love to think of that person that always has the perfect content out there as, as just as stressed out, and building that content, like as they're posting it, because it makes me feel better that they're like, over there doing exactly what I'm doing. But the problem is, I don't always feel creative. So we can plan these posts and put them in our content calendar but then it comes time to write this blog post that i decided 3 weeks ago would be a good idea and i go to sit down to write it and i'm like i don't like i don't have anything to say about this today <laughs> you know and i don't know what to do when that happens anyway I can throw your whole time off i just want to be honest about it because i think everybody puts a persona out there on social media like you've got it under control and i just really don't think that everybody does. And then we're just creating content for content's sake. What are we doing? You know, there's a lot of content out there. Right. And it all looks the same, quite honestly. After a while, you got your Twitter boys out there posting all their listicles and all their, you know it's like their copy and paste stuff. How do you create original great content and stay creative? Please don't tell me to take a walk because I have taken a lot of walks. (laughs) It doesn't always work when you're stuck.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that comes down to process you know like for me one of the things I've tried to do to stay creative is to consume certain types of media and oftentimes like for me personally when I post I'm actually posting things I'm reading right and Mm -hmm. and there are articles or I do quotes a lot and I primarily do it because I want to remember them and go back to them and for me just on the personal side of things and this is somewhat similar to rule 29 And even some of the other marrow companies, it's just like, what are we doing in our day-to-day activity that we can take a piece of and share, right? So for me, it's what media am I consuming? And do I feel that's the most original? No, but it's what I can do certain parts of the week.
0: Is that Are you posting that as you're feeling it? Or do you actually have those quotes written out in advance and you're posting them?
1: No, typically it's something I'm literally reading at that moment. Like I've tried yeah. to build time into my day.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oftentimes, if it's something that that posted personally later in the day, it's because I forgot to hit post. <laughs> like I had it, <laughs> I did it earlier in the day, and I, I was like, had, "Oh, I thought I, po- I thought I posted something." And then you got like, to look at something in your I do right. that with emails. <laughs> so, so yeah,
2: that's how I work best too. Jamie, you mentioned earlier that how much you are enjoying researching, and and I find that's when I get most my brain starts going crazy and I really start getting content ideas is that when I start to research something and I might go off on all sorts of different tangents, but it's almost like, okay, I'm going to sit down and start research something and see what kind of content comes up. Cause not everything has to be an original idea. Right. You know, that's so I think that going through that process of going into the whole of the internet and just start researching random topics that are, you know, they're in the outer ring of the specific topic you're trying to talk about. I think that could bring up all sorts of different, you know, self
0: brainstorming ideas. I love that. What about Yvonne? I know you've been planning content. You're putting your stuff out every Thursday.
3: Yeah, I try to stay ahead of schedule, but I've been so busy that then- some someone throws a monkey wrench in it it seems like okay. but
2: yeah you said you you figured out all your content 5 weeks ago for what you're posting now so do you yeah. actually have a content calendar with all the assets built in and all the messages and
3: I have that planned out but I'm not I don't have that on a, a calendar per se um it's almost like a planner by I use it as my desktop graphic on my computer and it's isolated into different zones. And so ongoing projects, like the only thing I actually keep on my computer are ongoing projects. And then as soon as I'm done, everything gets archived. So I have a section for that, a section for personal projects that I might go back to and work a little bit and save. And then I have a section now for my YouTube channel and for me, I have, I have to visually see it, or I forget. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Do you have
2: folders sitting on your desktop yeah. with this is <laughs> the post for this yeah. day, this is the post for this day, that type of thing? I'm just yeah, trying I don't. To get I, don't head, I don't have the dates
3: on them because I'll I'll change that on the fly, just mm-hmm. because I don't want two things that are kind of similar related. I don't mm-hmm. want illustration, illustration, illustration. I want to mix it up. So I, and I'll think of, as I'm working on one, I'll think of something else and then I'll restructure it. But yeah, but for me, I can't, I've tried using a calendar or even a list, uh, an app with a list to do that. But for me, it's a visual thing. I have to have it, uh, if, if it's out of sight, it's so easy for me to forget it. But if it, it's always on my desktop, I mean, I literally have all kinds of folders and images. My desktop looks insane, um, but it makes sense. It's like to your me.
0: brain on your desktop.
3: Pretty so Do you actually yeah.
0: have folders that
2: sit off your desktop?
3: Um, yeah, on now my. Now I'm set- just
2: curious.
3: Well, <laughs> I have I have a three monitor setup. I have my iMac, and then I have a oh. second monitor that's a lot larger. And so when I open up Illustrator, Photoshop, most of the palettes are on the second monitor so I can see what I'm working on as large as possible. Then I have a third monitor that like, has my YouTube calendar. channel and Twitter on it. What? Now you're going to say your calendar was there. No, no. I have my calendar. My calendar is on my primary machine, but it's not open all the time because... You know, I, I set reminders now. Thank you, Justin. Hold on, ladies, hold on,
1: hold on. Let's talk about this. Ladies and gentlemen, Vaughn has a calendar now. That is That's not news.
3: You already made fun of me about that previously. So. <laughs> That's not news. I
2: love it. So do you use the <laughs> Mac calendar? Is that
3: what you're using? Uh, yeah, on my Mac, but then on my phone, I like Fantastical better. I think gotcha. that's what it's called. Oh, yeah. it's yep. fantastical. Yeah. And it syncs awesome. with um, the calendar on Mac. Right.
0: But see, I can make fun of him, but he's definitely doing a better job of putting out content. <laughs> so I can't say shit in this moment. I'm
3: well, not making
1: business, fun of you.
3: Really. It's I'm not like, making
1: fun of you. I just think about your desktop and then like <laughs> that sounds overwhelming yeah. and again. then your head
2: wants to explode right i'm gonna pre- take a screen and then,
3: snap and i'll put a link in the messages so do, it, can do it do it
1: yes. and then pre-calendar vaughn i don't know how that all works out but this new post calendar vaughn I, I get it now
0: i'm digging it i know i need to get my process going
1: <laughs> i'm like i'm a content
0: manager really? <laughs> do. know. you have an excellent process in notion No, I do. I I mean, it's just, I I guess I have to feel it. I don't know. I I don't know if it's a writer thing or what it is. But like, I have to be feeling it when I sit down to write whatever it is I'm going to write. And it could be the most simple thing. I don't know if it's my ADD. I don't know if it's because I don't have a creative feeling behind it or what it is. But if I'm going to sit down, especially for our business, Karen, because I care about it and and I want it to be good. And if I'm going to put it out there and be a thought leader or whatever it is that the article is trying to portray, then I want it to be, I want it to be really good. So I almost have to feel it, you know, in order to be able to put it out there. But if we're working on promoting certain things, it doesn't really work like that. I mean, you do have to put together a campaign and you need to be strategic and structured about it. And then, you know, Karen and I have to work within each other's schedules and timeframes, because as she said, we don't always share the same clients. You know, we mostly do, but we all also have our stuff on the side. So we don't even know how busy each other are sometimes, you know, until all of a sudden one of us starts crying on a call, like, you know, usually me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know one of the things that you've been doing lately, you know, as you're researching, as you're trying to Figure out a message is we've both been starting to use AI, and
0: so it's I, so much fun. It's so for much our fun. own business. For our for own, own business. business, I want to be really clear about that. I don't use yeah. it for client work. But yeah.
2: but I wouldn't even you know to me both of us have been using it as Kickstarter in yep. research information, not necessarily to write specifically mm-hmm. anything. In my opinion, it's fantastic for hey what's the process for this because sometimes you know it's just not on the tip of your brain and then it lays it out and you're like oh bam and that's yet another way to build amazing content i'm finding Mm -hmm. is to use ai just to start a conversation with because Mm -hmm. we're all working in our own spaces even though jamie and i might be on zoom multiple times a day we're still in our own spaces we're still in our own brains and sometimes you just want to have a conversation with somebody, and AI has been amazing for that, in my opinion. What do you guys
3: I, think? I've pretty much uh, done the same thing where I was doing a brand naming for the local um, development they're building here in town, and I just wrote down, you know, just a bunch of keywords based off of the theme and stuff, history, all that kind of stuff, and and then just as a way to okay, I want to I, I compare this to what uh, ChatGPT would do. And so I put in all the characteristics of the site, the history, and the name, and it, just to see am I missing something obvious. And it's funny because it came up with everything I came up with, but then it came up with other stuff that
0: I don't know about. if I ever
3: would have really thought of. And, and it's kind of cool. It w- works really well for that. Another thing, and so that was like naming, but another one, I was working on concepts and I could do my own research online to figure figure this out, but it'd take a whole lot longer. And I just started punching in all these prompts on, for instance, this character we had to do for a travel agency, the name of the company is Pixie. I don't know anything about Pixie lore. And so I'm going, what are iconic representations of pixies and it started bringing up all the stuff that I never knew about and and I go oh that would kind of work good if we play off of that and it's it, yeah, so it's I, I I use it for that I still haven't found anything that would do it. I would love to feed my own images into something and say this is the style upload how many ever images, uh, show me what, and then give it a prompt for some kind of visual thing and see what it would do.
0: So Jasper does it. Cause I was actually screwing yeah. around in there the other day and I, I'm not a designer disclaimer, but sometimes I like to go and just see what I can make. And I was curious cause I was just thinking about my Alzheimer's stuff. And I was wondering if I could make a cool image, you know, in there for with like purple flowers or something. And you can pick the artistic style that you want tell it to do like scrapbooking you can tell it to do all kinds of things and you can either start with your own image or you can use whatever output based on Mm -hmm. your words that you put in there you know and it was pretty interesting actually i didn't obviously get anything viable out of it but i think like i don't had i didn't have a good starting point either and i was just messing around
2: right
3: jasper's cool
2: yeah, I haven't played with too much of the visual stuff.
0: I think it's kind of new. I just saw it the other day. It popped in there.
3: I was playing with um, a Dolly. I started typing in prompts for textures. like, And I was like, holy cow, these are cool textures. I, I don't know how it really works. But you it know, just put in like a decaying metal surface with whatever. It just come up with really cool stuff. And it's like, so I want to make a texture set out of the images I prompted. That's cool.
1: I tell you, we've been keeping a, we have like a Google doc of all the AI things that we see. And we split them into creative writing, research. We try to put them in categories and then we try a bunch. But I will tell you, we use chat and a couple others in our workflow. It cuts our time down and, or it gives us more time to explore because some of the items to what you were saying, Vaughn, like in research, we can do way faster. In fact, I was writing a playbook for one of our businesses and I'm just like, I wonder what the best practices are in this, in these things. Mm-hmm. And then I trained it to where I wanted it to go. And then it just kept giving me these things I'm like, oh, wow, it was great. So something that probably would take me a couple of hours to research, then read the article make sure it was legit, see if it matched our process, I cut that time in a third. I love it.
0: Okay, I'm not just saying this because I'm a Grammarly ambassador, but the Grammarly Go that they just released on premium is really fun and really unique and really different and and very driven towards writing better content. And the prompts they have in there, the auto prompts are really cool. I mean, it's just, it's really well done if you get a chance to play in there. I sent Karen a love letter the other day via text because I told it to compliment her and, and working with her. But <laughs> she's like, thank you. I'm like, you're welcome. Um, AI wrote
1: that. <laughs> I love it. I love, I love Grammarly and what they're doing. It's amazing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They've got a lot of cool Grammarly's stuff. Grammarly's I mean, awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's such a good tool. It's so good.
2: Notion has AI built in now too. And it's amazing. Yeah. I haven't played it's like, because we either. use, Jasper, Grammarly, and Notion, and all of them are impressive.
3: I've been trying to get into Firefly, but I still haven't managed to do that yet.
2: Well, oh, that I is... haven't had time to try yet.
1: Same here, Vaughn. I, I, I signed the, up. I'm on the way
3: list. I think they're going, ah, we don't want him to try it.
2: He'll, they he'll locked like, you out. Yeah. Well, you know, when you were talking about putting in images, Yeah. Of your style, and then having an AI spit out the same Does it style do that? with no. I'm what I was going to oh. say is you really should consider talking to Adobe about that because they're already working uh, on different AI solutions.
3: They won't listen to me.
2: <laughs> Seriously, go on they Twitter won't. and make it make a big fuss about it. <laughs> yeah, they you just bitch about it in the end anyway. I just want them to <laughs> fix the bug that's
3: been around for ten years. Jeez. Two. Uh, what
0: I'm asking you to do don't create new shit <laughs> more shit more problems
1: I tell you what though we see an episode uh, on that and I can even share some of the research we've done on AI and how we, we use it both in our workflow and honestly, even in our um, writing creative and you know from prompts to even rewriting some items at times um, based on certain data which has been yep. really helpful and summarizing
2: um, content has been awesome
1: yep yep and then there's a couple of newsletters i'm trying that um, we can share with our audience too that um are ai driven ones that are not written by AI, but about ai that have been really um interesting
0: i think the only hesitation i have around it still because you know i was a late bloomer and took me a minute because not because i was threatened by it but because it's just i like to write for myself and do a lot of the process myself stuff you know now that I see what it's good for uh, I like using it for process and flow like you said I just I cannot bring myself I won't use it for client work and if I was going to use it for client work I would want to be really upfront and honest about that because I feel like your clients are paying you for you and for your voice and for the writing that you put forward and also I don't like putting client stuff into those programs because I think that that's just a violation (laughs) of you know company policy and NDAs and things like that. It just makes me, I don't want to be responsible for putting their stuff into the system. You know? I
2: think that's a great point.
1: On that second point, I'm, I couldn't be more in line with you, but I I would push you on the first point. And that is you still, I mean, nothing is going to create the content in my opinion, as connective and as empathic as a, as a human, Mm -hmm. but to use that tool to help increase your writing, if you're trying to, reword something or like I was trying to include some data and I used it for opinions. And then, you know, I, I kind of melded into what I was writing. I think what I presented in the end was better than had I written it a hundred percent by myself. So yeah. uh, just something that I'm starting to come to grips with. But uh, the second point you made about putting content in there that our clients aren't aware of, that's, I'm totally in line with that.
0: Well, you guys are so awesome. I feel like, getting the process together and you've given it good ideas and you know, there isn't any magic formula. I mean, I was hoping to get that from you guys here today, but you let me down. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I'll have to go make one myself.
1: You're welcome. (laughs) Hey, it's good seeing y'all talking to y'all.
0: You rock. See
2: you on social. (laughs) We'll try to fix you later, Jamie.
0: (laughs) 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 See ya.